Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Welcome to the show. It's You Up with Nikki Glazer, Hit of Pod Edition. Hi, guys. How the heck are you? I've missed you so much. It has been... Uh, about a week and a half since you have heard me uh, drop an episode. And um, in that time, I have missed doing these shows every day. It is not, I was thinking about it today. I was reflecting on it and thinking, oh, you know, has it been nice having a break? And no, it hasn't. I haven't been less stressed. There wasn't, there's no stress that the show adds to my life. It's, it's all good. And I hope that, that it is that way for you. I mean, I don't know why you would listen to a podcast that causes you any stress. But, you know, I'm sure you listen to some podcasts where the person doing them doesn't want to be doing them. And I just want to let you know that I lived without this podcast for a week and a half. And I know that I can't live without it. I love um, talking to you guys every day. So um, it's back. It's back for a limited time. Uh, we're going to do a couple months of this podcast during quarantine. I'm going to keep giving it to you Monday through Friday. I'm going to take the weekends off, even though I probably don't want to. Um, and that's what you're going to get every single day. And I hope you join me for it. I hope you turn your friends onto it because it will be consistent and it will be very um emotional and funny and all the things you know it to be. But um, I'm really excited that Comedy Central is uh, allowing me to keep doing the podcast, even though the serious show, which was the whole reason for this podcast in the first place, is no longer. And that is the case. Um, as I said on the last episode of this podcast is that the, the Sirius XM show is over. I have been away from that show for the same amount of time, a week and a half. And I got to tell you, I feel the same way. It, um, my life isn't easier because it's gone, which means that it wasn't truly that much work in terms of like, it was work, but it was really satisfying work. And it was only adding to my life, not like making my life worse. And that's, that's the kind of work I want to be putting out there. So I do miss the radio show, but I've got you. Um, and I got so many, so many messages and tweets and DMs and I'm sure emails that went to, into a weird spam folder because I have a, I have a filter on my, on my email. So if you've never, if I've never received an email from you before or I've never emailed you, it gets sent to spam. All of it. It's the greatest thing. If you get lots of emails and you have so much junk in your email, get, um, I think it's called like sane folder or something. Sane as in like this is insane, but this will make your inbox sane. It's not a great name. And I'm, it's obviously not an ad for them because I think their name sucks. But uh, I did get that. They, I've, I've paid like 100 bucks a year to have that filter on my inbox for probably four years now. And I love it because it filters all the junk mail I get and I get so much. And it also, added bonus, when someone sends you an email and you don't get it, you actually are not lying when you say it got sent to spam, which generally, that's a lie. Let's be honest with ourselves. You saw it. You thought you were going to get back to it the next day, but you read it, so it turned gray, and so it didn't really stand out to you ever again, and then it got pushed down and pushed into the four pages down in your emails, and you never wrote back. And then, then, then the person finally writes you again. Then you write, oh, it was in spam. No, it wasn't. Don't lie. You saw it, you thought you'd get to it, and you didn't. But now you can actually say it went to spam. 
that is all to say that I got a lot of those probably waiting for me in my spam folder because my email is not that hard to figure out. If you know all sound. Um, but I was so touched. I'm so touched. I've said it before. I can't believe people take their time out of their day to write a, a paragraph to me about what my show means to, to them. And if you're not writing a paragraph, don't even bother because you're competing with people who commit, who do solid seven sentence paragraphs, which is a, that's a big paragraph as an English major. I'll tell you that's, that's on the bulky side for a paragraph and I'm getting paragraphs. It's really nice. It's a lot to read. I can't always read all of it. I'm not joking you. I get, and this is not a brag. This is just straight up. I love you guys. And I'm just telling you my limitations. Sometimes you write me a paragraph and it is like all of your emotions on your sleeve that then you wiped your sleeve on your phone and transferred them to a DM to me. And I can't handle it. It's too much. And I don't, I kind of skim it. I read the top, I read the last sentence and I figure the middle was something about how your sister, um, had a miscarriage and you guys bonded like some kind of heartbreaking story that I can't really handle right now because I'm in quarantine and dealing with my own. So I skim through that and I get to the end. I just got a bubble in my throat, but I get to the end and then I, I, I'm just so touched that you would want to share those stories with me. And by the way, I do read a lot of them. Most of them. If I, if I comment on what I'm trying to say is I'm touched, I'm freaking touched and it's not lost. I, it, it's, it, it hurts me to not write all of you back individually and tell you what your letters mean to me individually. And I try to make them as personalized as possible. I've wanted to do just a copy and paste. This is what I could copy and paste and it would seriously fit 99% of the messages I get on DM. Oh my God. Thank you so much. This means so much that you took the time to write this period uh, truly, I feel like we're friends because you listen to the podcast, period. Thank you for your support. And I hope you're doing well and everyone you love as well too during this time, exclamation point, heart. So that's what I want to say to all of you, but I don't do that. I actually type variations of that out to everyone. I haven't done a copy and paste. And sometimes people go to Nikki's assistant. And I'm like, no, she's not in there. Yes, I do have an assistant which I only say so I can brag, but um, she's not the one writing back and seeing this stuff, but I'm the only one who, who like really sees the, and there's, there's people that deserve to see how much my content means to them. People like Noah, my producer, who is continuing to produce this, who doesn't get as many accolades for the product that we put out there, but you guys like this podcast and I'm fucking committed to making it great for you. I have so much to share with you. Um, uh, since I've seen you in a week and a half. Today is a good day. I'm coming in right now at like an 8.5 out of 10. Like I am feeling a B, B plus. B plus if I get the bonus points correct, which is this podcast. Um, and B plus right now, this is a fucking hard class, dude. Quarantine time is hard. And so if you're doing a B plus in quarantine, you're bumping that up too. That's an A plus. No, no one's getting A's in quarantine. I have glimpses of them, but it always averages out. So today's about a B plus. I had a great day. I've been going on runs earlier in the day and banging that out. I'm running in a sports bra. Fuck it. Fuck it. You know, I don't feel like I'm pale as shit. Um, and shit's not pale. I'm pale as, um, I look like, 
um, I'm trying to think of like what my skin tone is right now. It's nice to be able to see my liver for the first time. That's pretty cool that I can see my organs through my translucent skin, but I'm pasty as fuck, which I really did not know until all of my spray. I thought that my spray tans were coming off, but they never really did. I was just adding on and they're finally off and I'm, I'm pretty pasty, but I'm kind of embracing it. Embrace the pace. Hashtag. But I did. I went uh, for a run today and yesterday. Only sports bra, which is kind of a bold move. Even though, because you don't really need to be in your sports bra. Yesterday I did. It was so humid. And my shirt was like overheating me. And I was just like, men get to wear without their like run without shirts. I should. And so I did. And there's an added thing to like looking sexier when you run, like dressing sexier that makes me want to have better posture, makes me feel like I'm hotter and like makes me kind of run with more gusto and have like a better performance because I'm like, oh, what if, and then I imagine certain guys driving by me because I run on like a busy road and I imagine like hot dudes in my local St. Louis area, like guys from high school, maybe driving by with their like wives who they hate. And then they see me and they see me just like, that girl's just like, first I get their attention because their wife goes, look at this, look at this girl. Oh my God. Because I'm like belting out Katy Perry as I'm running about eight miles per hour down a hill. It's pretty fast for, for me. Um, but that's what I do. And I'm, and then, and then, and then the guy is like, oh yeah, look at that girl. And he's like, but then he actually is kind of turned on because I don't look so bad. That's my fantasy for myself anyway. Although the other day there was a truck that came driving by from behind. And I guess I didn't look that cute from behind because they didn't honk. And then they passed me and they honked. And I was like, yeah, still got it. It's, and they had to see my front. I think they had to check that I wasn't a man because I do tend to look like I could look like a dude with like long hair. I have a very similar build to my dad. And if there's in my backside, there's nothing like feminine going on in the back. There isn't. I don't have like a really round ass. Um, I have the ponytail, but like I said, I could just look like a tall, like kind of lanky dude from the back, which isn't a bad thing. But from the front, I got, I got tits and uh, my puss is out on those runs too. So I think they saw my vagina that I didn't mention that as I was in a bra, a sports bra and then no shorts. Um, I love running shorts because you get to wear this fucking skankiest outfit. That's the thing about running. Like I never feel like I'm dressing sexy. I know I said that like I try or like it's a good thing to dress sexy because it motivates you. I never really try to. I just don't like having any kind of bulk on me when I run because I feel worn down and like I just feel claustrophobic. I don't like running in jackets when it's cold. Like I'm always running in tank tops and shorts because I just like to feel free. But I get to wear the shortest shorts when I work out. And I feel like it's, and yoga pants, like you get to dress your sexiest when you're like going to the gym where you're, that's the only time I give myself license. I would never wear shorts that short, just as like cute, cute, like casual shorts ever. The ones I was wearing today were like up my butt crack and I would, and I wasn't wearing them. I, I was wearing them around my dad, but if there were actual jean shorts up my butt crack, I would feel very uncomfortable wearing those about. So I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. All I know is that um, I went for a run and then I went for like a little hike. There's like a little wooded area near my house. I shouldn't say that, but it's 
it's near-ish enough. And I just don't want anyone to find me. Please don't find me. Please, please don't find I don't make me leave here. If I get found, I will leave. And I just want to be protected. But I did find this hiking spot um, that was really, like, secluded. And I can't believe it exists, like, within, you know, five miles of my neighborhood. Because as a kid, I would have loved to have this little weird patch of land that my parents discovered recently. We had no idea that it existed. We're like, this is the most beautiful prairie. We saw a family of deer. I was like, this is, I live among deer. What is happening? Um, anyway, I went there today by myself and I just got too creeped out. You could see it on my Instagram story from yesterday because that's when I'm taping this, but I saw, but I was by myself trying to be meditative, but all I could think about was getting murdered and like what, where a, a person could strangle me, who could hear me scream, what, uh, where they would dump my body. I mean, I, I was, I just got scared. And then, and then I was kind of laughing about like how that's so ridiculous to be scared of that. And then I, then I actually got scared and I, I didn't go further and that's fucked, you know, but guess what? I can't go running in the woods as a woman alone and black men can't go running anywhere alone. I guess that's the, they don't feel safe doing that now, which is just so disheartening. But have we all moved on from that? Remember when everyone was talking about that and now no one is anymore? I, I mean, I guess, I guess people still are, but it was everywhere for a while. Um, but what a, what a, I was just thinking, it was just like my, my black friend made a joke about running the other night and going out for a run. And I was like, oh my God, that's like something you have to think about now. Like, that's not just a joke to you. And I've felt that way for a while with being a woman in the woods. I'm like, you can't be a woman in the woods. It's just not the same. And I've always felt like kind of like, it's not fair, but everyone's feeling it. I'm feeling a little bit scared because I got sent some flowers to my parents' house yesterday. Uh, a guy from the local grocery store showed up with, in his little del del delivery, delivery van. And rang my doorbell, which like during a quarantine, you're just like, who the fuck is at the door? And I looked on the security cam camera and there's, he's waiting there. And I'm like, drop. I just see a guy with a bunch of flowers. I go, I'm like, okay, thanks. And he's still standing like, and I'm like, what are you waiting for? And then I go, oh, okay, I'll tip him. So I was like, hold on. So I got my wallet and I tipped him and he still was trying to like hand them off to me. And I'm like, buddy. Have you never delivered flowers before during a goddamn pandemic? Set them down on the bench and be on your way. I didn't say that, but I just was like, yeah, set them down. Thanks. Got the flowers. And there I thought, who could these be from? This is very exciting. Nice bouquet. Um, pulled out the note. And they're from uh, just someone who's a fan. I would say they're a fan. Um, the note. I don't have, I'm going to go get the note for you so I can read it to you. Um, and we'll be right back after this. Cause I'm just going to take this as a chance to just go grab the note. Stay with me. I'll be right back with the note so I can read it to you guys because I'm a little, a little creeped out and I'll explain. Okay, guys, I got the note. Here we go. Uh, it's, this is, so this is from, Okay, well, I'll just read it. I've become, I've become as frustrated as I know you've become in trying to find the love of my life. Okay, first of all, I'm annoyed by that because 
He's claiming to know that I've become frustrated in finding the love of my life. Let me be clear with everyone listening. I might lament about guys and like no one likes me and I can't find anyone. It's on me. I'm not, this isn't an outward thing. It's no one's fault that I'm not finding love. It's, it's me. I, I'm the thing that is choosing the people. There's people out there that will love me. Don't worry about me. Uh, the world isn't like against me. I'm against it. So this whole notion of guys writing me being like, I know you've struggled. It's just like, mm, I get that. Like, and I'm going to be different. And it's nice, but it's, you're off your mark. Let me continue. As I thought about how lovely I think you are, the more I realized just how much my type you are. There's a lot of possession here. And I don't, I appreciate the flowers, but there's a lot of, um, I've become as frustrated as I know you've become. I know you. In, the, in, in I know you've become is the words I know you. No, you don't. No, you don't. I don't like when people think they know me. As I thought about how lovely I think you are, the more I realized just how much my type you are. Okay, so I won some weird award of being this guy's type. I know I'm spinning this very negatively, and this is a very nice note, but I don't, I, I don't like being a guy's type. That actually makes me feel like I have to fit into something, that, that you like this thing that I am now, and if I stray from that, I won't be that anymore. It doesn't really make you feel loved when someone goes, you're my type, because you're like, fuck. Well, what if your type is... 36-year-old women who live with their parents in St. Louis, Missouri and have a huge successful career, but now it's kind of on hold and you're getting to see a part of her life that makes her a little bit more accessible because she's singing karaoke in her parents' house and you feel like, oh my God, I feel like I know her. You don't know me. And also, if that's your type, I'm not going to be this way forever. He goes on to say, so I'm taking a shot. My name's Kurt. And then a winky emoji, emoji, emoticon, not emoji, emoticon, and then his number. Or maybe it's a Zoom meeting, Zoom room. I can't tell the difference between numbers anymore and Zoom, Zoom rooms. But, um, okay, here's the deal. This guy had to find out where my parents lived because that information is not something I've provided anyone, and that annoys me a lot. Don't do that. Doesn't make me feel safe makes me feel scared. I don't like it. Great. So you Googled a couple things. Cool. You figured out where I am. It's not, it's just not a good look. Why doesn't this guy DM me? DM me a picture of yourself saying hi and introducing yourself. That is how it's a perfect way to intro yourself to me. This is not, this does not work. Do not show up here. Um, truly do not. And I know most of you wouldn't or ever think of it, but like, it just doesn't feel good. Um, it feels like I have to invest in more home security, and I don't want to. We already have really good stuff going on here. But, um, you know, I left the flowers out for my mom to see because she wasn't here when they arrived. And I left the note, and they didn't even mention it to me. Neither of my parents mentioned it to me. So I had to go, did you see it? And my mom's like, yeah. Who is that from? And I was like, a fan. She's like, how does that make you feel? I'm like, weird. She goes, he's not going to do anything. I go, no, no, no. Kurt is fine. Kurt is not going to hurt me. This guy is not. But it's just doesn't make me feel good. I don't want to. I know the information you guys can get about me. Don't, don't prove it. I don't care. Cool. You paid for it or you didn't. I don't care. Um, 
But most of all, I, but I do feel safe. I feel really safe in St. Louis. I'm really cozy here. And to be honest with y'all, I'm thinking about staying for a bit and maybe doing a reality show. Hasn't happened yet. Am I taking meetings on it? You're damn right I am. If, if you would watch my reality show, I'd love to hear from you. If there's certain elements of my life that you'd like to see on that reality show, let me know. I'd like to hear from you. Because it is happening. I am creating um, the career I want and I'm not, I, I'm realizing during this pandemic what things really make me happy and what things I'm missing. Like I said before, I actually, I didn't feel some sort of relief of burden when the podcast went away. That means the podcast was adding to my life. I like, with the tour being gone, I am seeing my skin look better. My like health is better. My mental health, I'm getting more sleep. There are things that being on tour constantly were taking from my life that maybe I want to look into in the future. That being said, it's been, it's been, there's so much to talk about. I'm going to get to it all this week because we have all week together. Every day, at least a 20-minute episode for you. I can't wait to give them to you. We're going to cover a lot of things. I've been hanging out with my ex-boyfriend. I've, um, I've, I threw another Taylor Swift dance party in the time we talked. I've been talking to more guys online. I've been doing more uh, Raya swiping and um, Hinge. Well, Hinge is broken. I'm just going to stick with the fact that it's broken. But I've got a lot to share with you guys. And I love hearing from you. Let me know what you want to hear about. This is, uh, this is all of our podcast, I feel like. Thank you for letting me talk to you. Just me talking to you for 20 minutes. Thank you for letting me know what you do when you listen to the podcast. Those have been so fun to read. Perhaps I'll get to some of those later on. But I want to close this podcast and every podcast I do. And you have to do this too if you listen to the podcast. This is a podcast pledge we're all taking right now for the next two months. Every time we you listen to this podcast and I do the podcast, you have to find two things you're grateful for. Two. And you have to say them out loud with me. And you have to pause your phone and then say them. And it truly will make your life better. So here's mine. Number one. Okay. I am grateful for, and literally I'm doing this off the top of my head. This is, and this is difficult because it's hard to find gratefulness for things, but I'm grateful for the bunny that I saw on my run today because I realized that bunnies like are always like really nervous and scared about everything. Like bunnies never get to just like chill and relax. And I felt like, oh my God, I, I don't like that part about myself that I'm always a bunny with a lawnmower nearby. Like, I feel like I have that energy of like, something could go wrong. And I just want to be, have more of the energy of like a domesticated bunny that is like a little bit chiller and like can take it easy and like calm down. But I think bunnies in the wild are always like fight or flight. I don't know. It just got me thinking about like, what am I so scared of? Bunnies have reason to be scared. There's cars. There's me running by, which I always tell the bunny, I'm not going to hurt you, but they don't listen. So I'm grateful for that rabbit because it also just like made me love nature and be like, oh my God, I can't believe I live somewhere that has like wild animals like surviving. And I'm grateful for the rain today because it was a beautiful rain and I went out and I ran in it and I didn't want to. I was so mad it was raining because I was cold and I didn't want to be wet, but I ran in it. And then I listened to the song Taylor Swift Clean. And in the song, it says rain came pouring down, down when I was drowning just 
before I could finally, some kind of lyric like that, but it was a song about rain while it was raining. And it was like this poetic moment in my life. And I felt like it was in a music video. And so I was so grateful for the rain today. And it reminded me that although climate change is ruining the world and this pandemic is really scary and probably just a glimpse of the horrors that are to await us in the future on this planet, for right now, the sun was shining, or right now the sun is shining, but for right then, the world was like, operating normally and it was beautiful rain and it didn't feel dangerous and I was grateful. So my gratitudes will get better, but I want you now after you listen to this podcast to try to think about two things and say them out loud. And they don't have to be worked out as much as that. Just two things you're grateful for out loud. It's been proven to actually medically make you feel happier. So just do it. Okay. Gratitude list commence now and I'll talk to you tomorrow on the pod. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 